Parshas B'Shalach begins with Bnei Israel leaving Mitzrayim. The Makos have come to a conclusion, and Paro has finally acquiesced. The Jews would be leaving Mitzrayim after a 210-year period of servitude, but they would not be leaving empty-handed. The Torah in the second Pasuk in the Parsha, Perak Yud Gimel, Pasuk Yud Ches, tells us, Vayasev Elohim es ha'am derech ha'midbar yamsuf, that Hashem led the people in a roundabout path by way of the midbar at the yamsuf. Vachamushim alu b'nei Yisrael me'eretz Mitzrayim. And the Jews went up, chamushim, subject to uh, some debate of what this word means, we'll translate it as armed out of the land of Mitzrayim. And the very next Pasuk tells us that Moshe Rabbeinu took something additional with him. Vayikach Moshe es atzmos Yosef imo. Moshe took the bones of Yosef with him. Ki hashpeya hishpia es b'nei Yisrael lemor, because... Yosef had um, gotten everybody to take a shvuah to swear, saying, Pakod yufkod Elohim, Hashem is going to remember you, Eschem, and make sure you take my bones with you when you leave here. So B'nai Israel were leaving with weapons, perhaps. Moshe was leaving with the bones of Yosef. So I want to ask a few basic questions on these two psukim and try to further understand what the Torah is trying to tell us. Now, question one, why would B'nai Israel need to bring weapons along with them for the journey? They were not an army. They were a group of ex-slaves. They were not organized in that fashion. And they just experienced Hashem completely saving them with the Makos. You have to wonder, what would they do with weapons? Why were they needed at all? Hashem would surely be protecting them throughout the Midbar. If Hashem wasn't going to protect them, weapons would not help them. Why even bother? Why bother leaving Mitzrayim armed? And if you are going to bring weapons, why not use them at the Yamsuf? The Mitzrayim are chasing after them. They're backed into a corner. They don't know what to do. Why not at least try to fight? They have the weapons anyway and hope that Hashem steps in. Why is jumping into the sea a better alternative than turning around and fighting once you do have the weapons? And finally, what's the connection between these two consecutive psukim that Bnei Yisrael are leaving armed and Moshe is leaving with the bones of Yosef? It's hard to not read these two um, and compare them that Bnei Yisrael is leaving armed and Vayikach Moshe is Asmos Yosef and Moshe is taking the bones of Yosef. So I think a closer analysis of the word chamushim will help us gain some insight into exactly what the Torah is trying to tell us in these two psukim. So Rashi, citing the Mechilta, offers two pshatim as to what the word is indicating. The first is the simple pshat, that, uh, and that's how we translated it. Um, it means armed. They left with weapons. They brought them when they left Mitzrayim, just in case. The alternate approach is a uh, sad reality. And that's, most of the Jews did not want to actually leave Mitzrayim. Rashi says only one-fifth, chamushim is from the word chamesh. So he says only one-fifth of the Jews actually left Mitzrayim. The majority did not want to leave. And they passed away during Makas Choshech. So the Torah is hinting to the fact that only one-fifth of the Jews actually left Mitzrayim. And the Targum Yonasan ben Uziel sort of adds onto this approach, this interpretation. And he says that each family actually left Mitzrayim quote-unquote, armed with five. Armed with five children. They all left with five children. So Rav Yosef Zondel Salant, who was a Talmud of Rav Chaim Velazhin, and he was the primary Rebbe of Rabbi Yisrael Salant, who was the founder of the Musar movement, he combines all of these interpretations for an approach. He says it would be a little strange to think that every Jewish family leaving the tribe actually had exactly five children. How would that work out? What are the odds that everybody had five children? He says, no, rather what the Torah is hinting to is that while four-fifths of the Jews didn't make it out, their children were still part of Am Yisrael. Their children survived them. They were orphans with nowhere to go and no one to turn to. Therefore, it would make sense to suggest that the remaining one-fifth of the population took these children in. They adopted them. Each surviving family cared for four other families, 
children's of orphans. The Torah is praising these righteous Jews for their magnanimous support. They cared for these children. They took care of them in the Midbar. They, these were people who had no idea where their own food was coming from, yet they were still willing to take in children in need. What a tremendous act of chesed, of rachamim, of mercy that was so necessary at that time for our survival. This is how they armed themselves, quote unquote. Not necessarily with mitzvos, sorry, not necessarily with weapons, but with mitzvos, with kindness, with chesed, with rachamim. And this kindness wasn't just limited to their own people. You know, we asked, why didn't they use these weapons they brought with them when the Egyptians were chasing them? Why not stop and fight? The Chassam Sofer suggests something incredible. We would never even think to say this. The Chassam Sofer says the weapons they brought weren't for the Mitzrim. He says something incredible, something amazing. As much as they tormented us, as much as they mistreated us, as much as they made our lives miserable, they were still our host. They were our benefactors, so to, so to say. When we take benefit from something, even from this completely backwards and extremely wicked people, there's some level, something, some level of Hakar Satov that we're meant to have. So we weren't fighting them. We trusted Hashem was going to take care of them, and Hashem did. But it wasn't our place to fight them. Again, we see that this kindness, this chesed that B'nai Israel had at this time wasn't just toward their own people, even toward the Mitzrim. Finally, we had asked, what's the connection between this Pasuk and what B'nai Israel took with them out of Mitzrayim and the next Pasuk about Moshe taking the Atzmos Yosef, the bones of Yosef? The Megala Amukos suggests a homiletic way of reading this Pasuk. He says, instead of saying the Atzmos Yosef, the bones of Yosef, you can read it as Moshe took with him the Atzmius of Yosef. The Atzmius means the essence or the essential character trait of Yosef. What do we know about Yosef's essence? What was perhaps his greatest strength? Maybe we could suggest it was his ability to forgive and forget, to move on with his life, to not allow his previous trials and tribulations to define his success. We see that Yosef went through all, went through so much with his family, yet he was still able to rise above it, to be successful in a foreign land, to forgive his brothers and to see the bigger picture of why everything that had happened to him was truly necessary for his own development. This is the Midah that Moshe hoped to take with him, to have the patience to work with B'nai Israel to help them grow. He knew it wasn't going to be an easy road. They were going to complain. Give me the patience to forgive them, to work through it with them to help them, to help B'nai Israel forgive and forget about their past and focus on their future, to not use all their challenges as an excuse of becoming great. Perhaps this is how, as the Chassam Sofer suggested, this is how B'nai Israel was able to show any sense of Akar Satov to the Mitzrim. They weren't willing to attack them. Perhaps this is how they were able to take in so many Jewish orphans at their own time of need, even when they had no idea how they were going to support themselves and their families, let alone four new members of their family. This was the Atmius of Yosef that Moshe took with him on their new path, and he tried to impart to the Jewish people. And this is something that we can all learn from. Mirz Hashem, we all be zocha to emulate the chesed and the rachamim, the kindness and the mercy of Am Yisrael as they were leaving Mitzrayim. May we all recognize everyone and everything, anything that has provided something for us on our path and show the proper Akar Satov. And finally, may we all be zochet to have the patience and the fortitude to emulate Yosef, the Atmias of Yosef, the way that Moshe and B'nai Israel did in our daily lives to all of those around us. Everybody have a tremendous Shabbos.